0: (laughs) This is for the nerds This is for the brainiacs This is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back You ain't gonna touch me You're not gonna do nothing You are not above me I bet you wish you was me I know it, I know
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Only Friends podcast. Christian, you look a little different today. You're glowing.
2: Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Look at that light. Wait, it's on a tan filter. Yeah, I gave you a little. Wow. I'm trying to make
1: you look Dominican. Thank you. (laughs) From the Island Boy.
2: That's me, Chin, the Island Boy.
1: Yeah. So we're back. We are less a Christian. Nobody knows where he's at. He's if fled the country. If you guys see
2: him, uh, contact the local police department.
1: Yeah, I've called the <laughs> hospitals. He's nowhere to be found. So Just check Bellagio.
0: He's there.
2: The floor on the Bell- Bellagio floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no Marley, no Landon, no Christian.
2: So anyway, we're looking for a new co hosts If anybody <laughs> is uh, available Monday through mm-hmm. Friday around 1 p.m., let us know.
1: Who would be, who'd be a good fit? If we could, if we could pluck literally anybody,
2: uh, anybody in the world.
1: Ooh. No, 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 no. Poker. We have to start with our little, okay, our little poker, sector first. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I think Jamie would be funny.
1: Ooh. I think Jamie would be funny. Yeah. I I feel like Jamie would have to script though. Like she's mm-hmm. so hilarious whenever she gets to sit with it. Right. You know. I mean? I'm not right. saying she's not funny in conversation. Yeah. I'm just saying I think I can make her squirm more than I can make you squirm. And for hard, that reason, like to make me squirm. Yeah, like we can riff a little bit better. Yeah, that's true. Um but I think like if we were doing a tonight show like podcast, yeah. I, I would hire her in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like just write all my shit.
2: I don't know. Who would you guys want?
3: I honestly don't have no idea. Hostel? Turn the mic to your <laughs> face, man. What, what are you doing?
2: He's playing a five card game.
3: Everyone just relax. We're down
1: two members, and you're over here grinding fucking PLO eight or better five cards? Yes. Everyone. You, just... you aren't good at no limit.
3: I mean, I don't know. There's like only two man. cards in that game. I don't know what to tell you, man. I
1: don't know what to the tell you. Game's good.
3: Man. <laughs> what do you know about an additional five cards in your hand? I mean, I played this game for a year. Well, and I, well I did pretty guys. I did decent at it. Guys. I don't know what to tell you we got a champion over here. <laughs> we already know <laughs> i'm a mixed game champion we already yeah, know this yeah, yeah. I mean, we like, already figured this out you know what we're gonna have only friends poker out loud mixed, mixed games oh my god like, oh, yeah. mixed i'm games drawing dead oh, yeah, you're gonna do you're,
1: you're gonna really prove your point there, getting <laughs> yeah. a, a, an entire lineup of people who've never played a game before I'm so you can show right your now, dominance Conrad
0: that's why. is gonna win the players championship this year at wsop not this year Next year he's gonna win. <laughs> <his Yeah>. <laughs> not
3: now, not ever. We'll see about um, that one. I
0: mean, we're basically Trust talking me, about if he like fifty thousand and one dollars. He's playing. <laughs>
1: when, when we're talking about eight or better prowess, we're pretty much talking
3: like Ari Angle, Conrad Simpson. You know, it's like basically well, same, same. Ari's the goat. You know, he's you gotta. Yeah, there's some people you just bow down to. Sure, Ari wins. <laughs> sure, I would choose Farah. Oh,
1: oh, as a course. co-host, That could be fun. But only because I think that it would just be like me constantly getting called out.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's fun for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll gang uh, up on you.
1: Yeah, I I, I regret this yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're
2: inviting onto this. No, yeah. I, I
1: take it back. I, I take it all back. I need a real punching bag. Is I think what it comes oh down my to.
2: God.
0: <laughs> That's terrible. Who
1: wants to sign up to be my my uh, Andy Richter? Yeah, you know, just Jeez. the butt of all the jokes.
0: That white Chin stopped showing up?
1: <laughs> no, I, I I only started trolling him when he started missing. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he'll be back. Yeah, no, troll him as soon as he gets there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of the goat, our man Ivy is back in the winner circle. Somehow, some way, this guy brain solved short deck in short order uh his last four tournament victories have all been in short deck this one comes in the triton uh the triton series i believe it was a hundred k buy-in may have been 50k um but either way he got first place for 1.17 uh other notable names mike watson got third for half a million so that's back-to-back final tables for him uh, Elton Sang got fourth for 400k. I believe that's back-to-back caches for him. Uh, Jason Kuhn and Richard Young rounding out the final seven. Kuhn, obviously, beast at short deck. Uh, he's talked a lot about having played Ivy heads up and basically just said, like, this guy is a fucking mystery because he doesn't seem to work all that hard on the game. Uh, at least not compared to, you know, modern... Theory and and people just Sitting around crunching sims all day long But he said he's a fucking animal to play against Uh, I've only ever played Ivy Once in my entire Career twice sorry so I Played him at the Hustler live where I don't know what the Fuck was going on like He (laughs) was either He was either bored or (laughs) Didn't care or the money Was too Too small small. or It was too big or something (laughs) I don't fucking know but like There was a hand where, like, I opened under the gun. Someone flatted, like, plus one. I think it was maybe, um, Dylan. And Ivy was in, like, the hijack with Ace King. And just calls. And we ended up going, like, six ways. And that happened, like, a couple times. Like, there were a few spots where, like, he just did some weird shit. There was another time. It was spooky as fuck. He limps the cutoff. Which is just like, what the
0: fuck is going on? And I had aces on the button. <laughs> Dude, he's-, he's next level, man. Well, he wasn't that next level because I opened and
1: got called by all the blinds. And then he just like flicks it in with King Jack off. So, I mean, it- it's not like he knew I had aces. But yeah, there was some weird shit going on there. Like, as best I could tell, he just didn't give a shit. Like, it yeah, seemed yeah. like he was sweating the sports games stuff. more. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't, I don't, the game wasn't small by any standard, but definitely small compared to like, I guess, the average stake that he probably plays. But, man, when I play small, I don't play... That's not how I splash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just get stacks in the middle of a bunch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's crushing. Seems to really have figured out short deck in maybe a very simplistic way. Like, that's kind of the thing. Uh, I saw somebody... Oh, it was Patrick Howard tweeted today. Uh, and I, I found it to be both... Fascinating and dangerous at the same time, if that makes sense. But he put a tweet out that said, AI is very great at solving games, but uh the current um the current ability to apply uh or basically close the gap between the the artificial intelligence solve and the human application is too vast. And he's like, I'm most interested in people who will develop algorithms that Give up very little in accuracy, but gain a lot in practical applications. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, uh, what you're asking for is the death of games, because unless you're the only person who has this information, it's not that fucking hard to take. Uh, li- like, if if this if this is possible to basically take technology and distill things down into very simplistic tactical uh, applications, then anybody can do it. And now there's just no edge to be gained other than how fast can you memorize and how Mm -hmm. well can you apply. Um, But it does kind of speak a little bit to maybe the way that Ivy's mind works, right? Like this guy's just clearly very good at games. He plays all of the mixes. He seems to be like top one to 5% in literally every fucking variation, right? So it's like, how and mercier kind of reminds me of this too. you think he's like, just
2: played so much
1: no i don't no? i think that like i think he just has a mind for game like same thing with jay like mm-hmm. every time a new variant would pop up he was just instantly one of the best yeah i remember when um open face came out
0: i, I was gonna say yeah open face
1: he just like, like instantly had it solved in his head mm-hmm. Without really ever, and don't get me wrong, like Open Face is a relatively simplistic game. Like you can get EV calcs for it pretty easily, but this was before anybody was thinking along those lines. And like he just instantly was there. And then when they added the variation of uh, Fantasyland, which makes it a lot more difficult to calculate because you know there's a lot more risk involved, but there's a lot of reward. And how much is all of that worth? And you know, in the early days, it's like we're just estimating, right? We're just like, okay, this is the point scoring system. Let's do our damnedest to try to. And it's just like he just inherently new somehow and ivy seems to be that way when it comes to like you know when when he first started coming up i guess it would have been late 90s so stud variants were still very popular
2: like a lot uh, of limit too right
1: yeah a lot of limit but but he adopted the big bet games instantly yeah instantly when the moneymaker boom hit phil ivy was the name
3: i mean wasn't he like grinding at like Tasma hall pro- Early ages? Like yeah, but I mean, like games? it
1: was it was mostly stud variants at that point in the East Coast. Huh. So, like, we were talking about, like, 97 to 2002. Uh, it was strictly, like, limit hold'em and stud variants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when he was in AC, underage, whatever, it wasn't like he was banging out 5'10 no limit or anything yeah. like that. Huh. A- and, you know, he, he effectively, like, if you, if you look at his career trajectory, he effectively went from, like, uh being a mixed-game player... To suddenly playing some of the biggest games available at the no limit, like by oh five. I wonder
2: if like playing, he's playing high stakes poker, all those different variants, like helped him eventually have a more well rounded strategy. Because I know like certain games will sort of teach you like more. In like for example, PLO, like you can learn card removal a little bit better than yeah. in no limit, and then you can translate that into no limit. So I wonder if like learning a bunch of different variants has ho- just helped overall right. Like make him stronger. I imagine for the
1: mixed games, that's true. Yeah. And then I imagine for the big bet games, that's true. Like I imagine he gets short deck mm-hmm. because he gets PLO and he gets No Limit. Right. And it's some sort of baby Yeah. Uh, that's born out of those two games. Uh, so I imagine... that, But it's not like he's the only one who plays Big Bet games. Yeah. I right? mean, there he are, has
2: to be just naturally gifted, too. Yeah,
1: there's something about the way that his brain works that right. allows him to kind of, like, see the streamlined path. Yeah. And obviously, like, some of this is variants, too. It's like, who knows what his actual ROI is in these events? Who knows if he's just, like, on a sunrun? I remember
2: when he played that heads-up thing for WPT, and everyone was like, does he still have it? But he just, like was pulling out the craziest shit versus people who are very, like, solver-studied. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think Gelfand is a little bit like this, too. And, uh, I'm glad that he's outspoken about... Or, maybe not outspoken, but I'm glad he at least speaks about it. In the sense that, like, I feel like Gelfand and I are a bit similar like this, and I also feel like Garrett is a bit similar to this, where... And maybe it's because of the era we grew up in, right? We weren't (laughs) just thrust right into, uh, solver work. But... We've spent so much time reverse engineering this game and developing strategies that function that the best thing that we comprehend from solver work is the the principles that drive those thought processes and strategies. Mm -hmm. So like we effectively think in terms of the way the solver uh, arrives at conclusions. So we think in EV terms, we think in... uh, like like the principles that we can glean from a solve, uh, in the sense of like what position is worth, uh, what range advantage is worth, what that allows us to set up, but we don't we don't calibrate well. Yeah, and, and I'm speaking mostly for myself in that regard, but like I'm also kind of extrapolating some of the things that Phil said during the. Um, during the Gelfand challenge right. where he was kind of getting wrecked trying to mimic the solve. Yeah. But eventually it was just like, okay, well stop trying to do that. Right. Like funny. I've learned a lot of things from this machine, but there's also an element of application that I think I'm better at uh, utilizing my own strategies rather than trying to mimic this. Yeah. And he just absolutely crushed. Uh we'll talk a little bit about this tomorrow when we get into high six poker, but Garrett's very much the same. I, I think like he played four hands on this past episode. Mm-hmm. And I would say all four of them were exploitative in nature. Yeah. Right? Like three betting hands that just don't qualify, C betting boards multi way that are just like pure checks. Right. At least as far as like we can understand. But it's good. Yeah. Like I can tell you a good reason for why he did what He's he did in every doing single random spot. Stuff. Like right. he
2: has reasons for everything. Right. And
1: whether his reason was the same as like what I'm gleaning from it in the moment, it doesn't really matter assuming that he has a reason mm-hmm. uh these exploitative plays are just making a lot of money because the response is as expected yeah like when you're just not getting raised enough when you're not getting four enough when
2: you have people... to be like in like live time adjusting your strategy yeah. based on who you're playing against yeah
1: it's like if people are willing to lay down or if people are paying close attention to the meta that's going to sway your your decisions one way or the other and i think ivy yeah. just like has a real knack for this mm-hmm. um you know, some of it's experiential, where it's like he's been in the game for a long time, and he's both been a part of the new generation up and coming, as well as now the old guard, and everything in between. So I think that like he he does become that weird, high, like this guy's grinding. I, I mean, I don't know how much he's playing now, but I know like during COVID he's probably putting in like thousands of hours on the apps. Really? Yeah. Just I mean, they're playing
2: massive, massive, yeah. massive like right? 1K, 2K stuff.
1: Maybe bigger. bigger. Who knows? God bless. Who knows? But I mean, like, you know, he's putting seven, eight figures of action down on these apps. And granted, like, you know, it's a very small collection of people that he's very familiar with. Right. A lot safer than the general public just playing in app environments. Yeah. Um, but still, like, putting in just a ton of volume. That's kind of unheard of for both a guy of his stature and a guy of his age.
2: Yeah, well, isn't that how he was when he started, too? He just grinded hours and hours and hours.
1: He yeah, I mean, from everything casino, I understand, like, like <laughs> he was just... He's the, a grinder. Yeah.
2: Once a grinder, always a grinder.
1: Yeah, just the 24-7 guy. The yeah. only other time I ever played with him was in 2010, 2011, maybe? It was right around when I first had a real working bankroll. Uh, the World Series had an Annie-only tournament. So much fun. Um, so the blinds stayed the same the entire tournament. There were 100, 200. That sounds fun. Yeah. So there were 100, the 200 went up. start to finish, but the antis went up. Um, and obviously there was no big blind A, so everybody's doing it individually. He late regs and comes to my table. It's like 4 p.m. We're on like level, I don't know, five, six, something like that. Or no, I guess we started at noon back then. So probably like level four. Sits down and uh, is like in between the blinds and the button. And he sees like this massive pile of chips in the middle with 100, 200 blinds and like looks around and goes, what the, what the fuck are we playing? <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, it's a, it's an anti only tournament. Like the blinds are one two, but the anti's increase. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He does. Huh? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Very next hand. He's the cutoff gets dealt in folds to him and he just like opens for the perfect size wow. <laughs> he just like opens for half pot and it's just like what the fuck is going on in your brain that like you just like find a it. way <laughs> to like know yeah. and everybody everybody like pearl jam was at my table and everybody just like immediately took note because he hadn't been at the table for more than one hand and he came like halfway through so he didn't even see any opening yeah. sizes he literally opens to what the whole table was opening to that's for the crazy. better part of an hour. And
2: he had never played that.
1: Never played. And none of us really I mean, there was yeah. a little bit that used to run on Stars uh, pre-Black Friday, I think. Um, so, like, there was a little bit of a feel for it. And obviously, there was no profound strategy. It's not like any of us knew. Right. We just kind of, like, leaned on half-pot seems about right. Uh, but, yeah, he just, like, sits down and he's just like, what the fuck
0: is it? Boom. <sighs> like, okay, guy. Yeah. Like, Can don't- you imagine him playing, like... Board games with his like non poker oh friends. <laughs> imagine
4: him
2: playing like playing with him. Ticket to Ride. Yeah.
3: No. <laughs> it's like me playing Ticket
0: to Ride with Berkey. Yeah. Second
2: comparison from himself to Conrad Flavies is today. the.
0: I've I've played. Well, I haven't played with you. I don't think. Um, so. oh, I'm I'm pretty pretty good. Good. I've played with these two. I'd, I and just Conrad like to is try and, and pull rainbows.
2: But there was the one time that I I specifically remember because Conrad gave me shit for not having won a game, and then I was like. Fuck these guys! <laughs> so then, that game, I just let them all like bicker against each other, and then I slowly like created the mm-hmm. longest, tra- most beautiful train. And just, that's, I, that's how you get them. They, they're going
0: up. after each other, and you're just yes. like, you won. Around. Yes, Jeez, I, had a I she won of it won one Yeah, game. you were playing. I don't think I'm I
2: won, won at like six a.m. Yeah, yeah, like, we stayed up all game. night playing Ticket to, to Ride. It's I, true. I I like, like you know, he
0: solved that game probably by playing it twice. Ivy. Sure. <laughs> uh,
1: most board games are just like pure chance and unbearable. But I mean, like a lot of strategy money. games. Right. Uh, yeah. I imagine like playing Catan with him is just a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: just, I wonder if you gave him like Magic the Gathering or something and he just was like, okay, got it. Like, you, you just explain like, it once. He, yeah. And he like just you said, like he has that theory. ability.
0: Uh, you could literally set any strategy well, game down. I feel like it's just games. Th- it like some soon.
2: people are naturally like game theory oriented, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. I think that's
1: true. I mean, there's an iterative process to to all games, even whenever the the outcomes are potentially limitless. Um, And yeah, if you, if you kind of have like an algorithmic mind where you just are able to kind of weigh the value of one decision versus the next, sure. Maybe you don't have the vision over all possible decisions, Yeah, but you can simplify it down to the most common decisions of like, okay, in this particular spot, my hand only really has two options. It's to raise or to call. uh, And, I think my best, by, by my best estimate, based on the properties of my hand, I think raising outperforms call. And I just imagine that, like, assuming that's his thought process, if we were to compare it against an EV calculator, like a solve or something, he's right a fair amount. Yeah. Um, now, mechanically, he does do some things that are, like, off, but they're off based off of, like, what we've qualified as the best strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. We don't really know. Uh, I mean, like, you know, when he was playing that heads-up, sit-and-go, I think he was doing, like, uh, a fair amount of 3 Xing at stages where everybody else was, like, two and a half. And then he was still, like, uh, opening a little bit larger when everybody else was reducing to a mid. And it's like, sure, maybe he's giving up some EV there. Uh, And in that particular format, I would estimate he's probably not... That's probably not his best format by any stretch. Um, But at the same token, it's just like, well... You know, he just does some shit. Wait, like, yeah, was it Crux that he yeah, so like he, blasted yes, off with?
2: Yeah, he like wrecked him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he almost
1: retired this kid just by playing a hand really fucked up.
2: Yeah, yeah, one of them
1: had deuces. I don't remember. It I think, was that one. I think it was. The I think deuces. had deuces yeah, somehow, yeah. and Ivy just like put in had, three like, or four seven,
2: bets. F- something ridiculous, like yeah. seven four off or some shit.
1: Yeah, and he was just like willing to keep putting in the next bet.
2: Yeah, I think I he know. like
1: led and then three bet flop and just like had dust. I
2: almost wonder if like the fact that there's sitting across from each other at a table like had anything to do with it. Right. Like if I could just like sense Imagine Kruk
1: just like peers over his computer is like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? I, I, I fold, I fold. I don't know he's what you're doing. He's just stone face,
2: like all in.
1: <laughs> yeah, just getting after it. Um, a little bit more news, I guess, uh, regarding the old guard. I, I think this is a pretty interesting topic. Uh, it'll be a little bit divisive perhaps, amongst the audience, especially because I may be of a bit of a different opinion. Um, but Annie Duke was recently declared... Um, let me find the tweet because... Who's Annie Duke? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah.
2: It's the um...
3: You're not that young. You're not I'm young not enough a, to not I, know I who Annie Duke is. I was around and I know who. Oh, oh it's the lady that... Took all the dollars? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she did take all the dollars. Uh, I don't know that she took that many dollars,
1: relatively speaking, but she definitely took a fair amount of dollars. Uh, but prior to getting into that, Josh Koppelman, who is a VC and a founder of a company called First Round, um, basically announced that he would be hiring Annie Duke. Uh, so he's welcoming her to the team. She, her her role for this team is to help create decision-making rubrics and build systems to reduce bias from the decision-making. So to give you a little background of what first round is, it is um, basically a, what's the best way to, to qualify this? It's, uh, I guess... Is
2: it a big data thing?
1: No. I mean, it seems like they use data, but uh, it, it's effectively um a third-party consulting firm to help startups and vcs optimize uh the seed round for said ventures right so effectively they're basically trying to help them create better pitches (laughs) create more optimized uh strategies uh create better business plans
2: basically just Uh,
1: effectively yeah but I, i can't really tell necessarily if it is uh directly correlated to companies that josh invests in himself so they kind of get this service as a back end or if it's like a hired gun right where any uh startup could reach out to them and either exchange equity or just a fee yeah um but in any event like this company exists it's a third party uh consulting firm that is basically built around optimization And what they're trying to do is just get better at that optimizing process. And they've hired Annie Duke to help create these decision-making rubrics to remove bias. The backstory is that Josh basically heard her on a podcast, immediately read Thinking and Bets, and said, like, she's it. Um, And I've said this a bunch previously where I think there are a fuck ton of poker players who are qualified to write the book Thinking and Bets. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, like, that book summarizes very eloquently. Did you read it? I haven't read it. I've read it, yeah. It's, it's actually quite good. Um, like, I would highly recommend it to particularly people outside of poker. Mm. Uh, what it does a great job of is kind of finding the, or striking the balance between uncertainty and risk and understanding how to quantify um, both right so understanding how to quantify both risk and reward yeah. and what the investment cost is going to be uh which is effectively all poker is right it's just a game of uncertain future or, or, or undetermined future outcomes that we are trying to quantify in current state ev yeah. right so what what's the likelihood of me making money or losing money based on placing this bet um is very well done she's very qualified uh and this is the part that i think uh, it's not necessarily divisive but it's one of those things where it's like i don't think people want to acknowledge it she is a columbia grad who then got her doctorate from Penn. it's like she's no slouch right obviously she's quite intelligent but she fucked over the poker community yeah and for that reason we all have to hate her yeah and i'm on board for that fuck we don't do a good enough job (laughs) <laughs> of criminalizing people who have stolen yeah. from this community. Mm-hmm. So the fact that like Annie Duke is one of the faces of uh, somebody who's been blackballed from this community, and you know should never have that stain wiped off her smock until she makes good, or you know probably doesn't at this point, I imagine. Uh, I'm all I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. But with that said, she's very qualified for these positions. Yeah, and that's annoying. Because there are a lot of poker players who are qualified for yeah. these positions. But she's created a path that puts her in direct contact with these very wealthy VCs mm-hmm. that are incredibly interested in the idea of applying game theory to business. Right. Uh, I think Helmuth does a good job of this too. He's on the board of like so many fucking companies. Yeah. Insane to me.
2: Yeah. Not, no knock
1: against Phil, but like he's not Ike networking yeah yeah like even he's not even annie right. like help isn't winning any fucking academia awards anytime soon you know it's like of course he's very marketable and he's very brash and outspoken yeah but it, he's hardly our best and brightest <laughs> as far as like intellect goes right so there are there there is a spectrum of people that are as qualified or more qualified than uh the select few that have transitioned into the business world from from our community. Mm-hmm. But god damn it if they don't do it right, right? many networks like no other.
2: Well, also the the companies get to say Phil Helmuth is one of our investors. Right.
1: Right. And I think that's a big like he's very marketable that's and that's just, a big yeah, selling, selling point. For them. Yeah. She's playing. very intelligent and is leveraging an aspect of poker that's ingrained in all of us. Right. But is directly applicable to the VC world. Yeah. And she has to be making fucking bank. You don't get an advisory role in this company Mm -hmm. to help with their systems if you just aren't making a significant salary. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: and it's just like I don't know if it gives me hope or if it makes me want to just end it all tomorrow.
2: Well, yeah, that's (laughs) it's always a fine line.
1: Yeah, it, it, I'm nowhere near in the middle either. Yeah. It's it's only one or the this other. It's a pendulum. Yeah, I, I'm just like reading it and I'm just like, I'm gonna kill myself and then yeah. I read a little further. It's like,
2: nah, maybe, there's, hope maybe for there's a future me. in this. Nah, I'm gonna kill myself. It's
1: like, no, 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 I'm gonna kill myself for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I find it to be interesting in the sense that she doesn't even seem to care about the stain that she left in this yeah, community. Yeah,
2: I think that's what is distasteful about it is that she is benefiting from like her time in poker after having just fucked over everybody. Right,
0: and nor do the people that hire her. No, they don't give a fuck. They don't care at all. They're well, like, you, you're, you have talent, and we're gonna use that t- talent, and we're gonna. Well, like, to
1: also yeah. be fair, like we see it as theft. Obviously, mm-hmm. they just see it as a failed
0: business venture. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they have a different outlook on it. Don't and that's. I n- I don't think any one. I think you have to be is, in the community and, and understand, like, that. I mean, that to, maybe, to really, like... I mean, if you look at it from the outside, you're like, why would I want to work with somebody like that?
2: Right. But Yeah.
0: But is it more than a failed business venture?
1: Like, yeah, you she made say guarantees. say that about all the
2: crypto rugs, all the NFT rugs. They're just failed business <laughs> ventures. <laughs> a visa metaverse, just a failed uh, business I
1: <laughs> <were gonna> say, <laughs> that? Well, it, it becomes a matter of, like, was it set up to be a rug or was it yeah, set up to be... right.
2: A mm-hmm. business and like i feel like how can you prove it it's like you it's know, pretty
1: hard to think that epic was set up to be a rug right uh just because there would have been so much more money to to escape with mm-hmm. if she had allowed it to be a success for season one yeah um i i truly think that like she had a, a good business idea think it was
2: like well intended, and the execution
1: was just trash yeah and eventually they went broke
2: i mean i think that Fire festival had, a, <laughs> yeah. had a good, they, they had a, an idea. They, start, they, they didn't mean for it, it, it to be intentions. fema tense, right. but right. then
1: <laughs> no, you should definitely be persecuted for for poor execution, right? For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm just not surprised that the venture capital world is so forgiving. Yeah, because like they see the shit day after day. Yeah. Right. Startups yeah. come and go. Ninety some percent of them fail. Right. Right. So it's it, it's not that shocking. They're
2: like that meme of the stepbrothers where he's throwing the. Roulette thing or the craps, craps dice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, gambling. yeah. Yeah. And honestly, One like,
1: uh, man, I need to refresh my memory with exactly how the EPO um, collapsed. But uh, if I remember correctly, the million dollar guaranteed end of, end of the, the season free roll for the people who qualified. If I remember correctly, that money was being taken from the rake. So it was effectively a rake back type of event. Mm hmm. Um, and if I'm wrong, obviously, like, feel free to correct me. But assuming that that was the case, all it is is a false promise at that yeah. point. It's like the idea of paying Rake to play in these events isn't that obscene. Um, you know, everybody got isn't paid out. is a false
2: out. promise technically, like, fraud?
1: Obviously not. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't persecuted on it. Yeah. Um, and it's not She's like... She was persecuted. Any- she wasn't... Uh- What's up? What's well, she wasn't prosecuted, prosecuted. <laughs> yeah. she was
4: prosecuted yeah. for sure yeah Yeah. Uh,
1: but I mean like it, it wasn't like I think it's very different if she's like running a 15k buy-in and people don't get paid out
2: hang out in silver at
1: yeah 30% right, right. Yeah. she's like okay what what's gonna happen is I'm gonna give you 10% of your prize money now uh-huh. and then you're gonna get these silver minted gold or these silver minted <laughs> uh, civil war plates yeah. sent to your house <laughs>
2: These antique yes, dolls.
1: No, no, right, like she great. just started to do an infomercial. Uh, no joke, I'll never forget this. Um, uh, one of the EPL finals was here in Vegas at Palms, I believe, and Mercier had made the final table as well as Chino Reem. Mercier ended up busting like third or fourth, and we were all in the we were all in the crowd watching. Uh, and he was like super bummed, but he had loaned Chino a bunch of money, and Chino wins it for like a million, uh-huh. and there was a there was a, a conga line <laughs> following Chino to the <laughs> oh fucking cage. You it seen. was wild. It was crazy. It, it, it's like something out of a storybook. Like
2: that's crazy. I like, wish there was a picture or something
0: everybody was terrified that he was just gonna like go out a back exit of the fucking casino just and just disappear yeah. yeah it was literally every single person he owed money to which was a long list and they were all there they just there. all heard they were just and they all went there. to the casino right like they're like fighting each other yep. for who's gonna get paid back because it's clear that like this score wasn't gonna be enough yeah. like china's at the oh final table they're on the east coast they're flying into yeah. vegas like.
2: <laughs> holy shit he is
0: yeah <laughs> And duke's like, God, the attendance here is unbelievable.
1: Like, I don't really think we have a fucking hit on our hands. Meanwhile, it's just like 30 people trying to collect off of Chino. Yeah. Uh, different times, man. Very, very different times. The EPL was interesting. I was I was a little bit too young still uh in my career. I played a couple satellites. Uh they were good. I mean, they were probably comparable to like what we would see in a 10K event now. Um Maybe close to, like, what PokerGo ultimately did with the high roller scene. Uh, the only reason I don't want to compare the map with the oranges is because, like, the players now in the PokerGo high roller scene are so much better. But for the time then, uh, the field was tough. Yeah. right. Like, there weren't really any wrecks involved. And there were, like, 10 and 15K buy-ins in, you know, 2010, whatever yeah. it was, Two thousand. File tables
0: were always stacked with name players. Yeah, it
1: was, it was everybody you knew. And, you know, granted, like... It, Looking back, they would have been soft tables. Yeah. But at the time, like they were super, super tough. It was a very competitive league. And there was a lot of prestige immediately attributed to the league. Like it just popped up and instantly out of the gate, it was like, oh, this is a thing. Like if you compete here. Yeah. I this guess is that's where
2: it's similar to the poker go stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I wonder how it failed. Um, I, I should do more research because again, I wasn't quite in it enough when it happened to be upset. So I just didn't give a shit and I never really looked deeper into it. Um, But I'm interested in like how it actually failed because obviously like her burn was exceeding the rake that they were pulling and that leads to the collapse. But what the fuck was the burn on? Right? Like as far as I can tell, or at least as much as I remember, (laughs) yeah, wandering money. I don't know. Uh, But like as much as I remember, it was literally just like putting events up uh, a handful of times. I think most of them were in Vegas too. So it's like just securing a venue, yeah. having a staff, and getting it off the ground. Um, and for sure, the satellites were raked, even if the main event wasn't. Right. So it's not like they had no revenue generating. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's something for a later date to look into a little bit deeper. Hmm. Deep in thought. Way before sure. your time.
2: Way before. I mean, most of this stuff is. I'm, I'm, like, such a baby when it comes to poker pop culture
1: well, apparently, so is Conrad, since he had no idea who Annie Duke was. He was, was being right. facetious. And was, was, was sure was that she had gone facetious. to Duke. <laughs> <of that. laughs> he was <laughs> being facetious. He was, being, <laughs> I was completely being facetious. Which he was, was he, he was trying was, to say? It was,
0: it was bullshit. Which, yeah. which part was bullshit? Do you think, <laughs>
1: do you think she has a so bad name know. also because of her being related to Howard Letterer? Or do you think people have forgotten about that already? Um, that's a good question. I mean, yeah, nobody's ever gonna forgive Howard and uh, Ferguson and the like. That's a really interesting story to dig into, too, man. I, I'm gonna have to spend some time on this you because got some time on the flight. Yeah, what?
3: You got some time on the upcoming flight?
1: That's true, uh, <laughs> but that was that was, the the full tilt scandal was something that like at the time I was heavily engulfed in, and I remember Matt Parvis. Then of Poker News, did a sit down with Howard. And it turned out to be uh, a very poorly constructed interview. No fault of Parvis. Uh, it was just like something where clearly Howard was in put out the fire type of mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now that I'm a little bit older and I kind of have a better understanding of like how companies work and shit like that, uh, I'm interested in where the actual fault lies. I, I think everybody who is a board member there is, is at fault. at some. But like, you know, at the end of the day, uh, and this is not trying to say that they should be implicated, but like guys like Ivy, guys like Seidel, Mattisau, um, trying to think who were the other like major red pros there. Uh, Lingren was one. Lingren. But, but that's the thing. So Ivy, Mattisau, Seidel, full pass. Mm-hmm. Lingren, fully indicted yeah like everybody persecuted him yeah uh and part of it was because i think it leaked that he was taking advances on his salary or something like that so he was part of the reason why they were underwater um but i think ivy was making like a disgusting amount of money like something be- I, don't, I don't want to throw numbers out because i don't really recall but it was like seven figures a month it was crazy
0: they were just oh yeah they were just maybe
1: eight figures a month. I don't even so remember. Much money.
0: Crazy. Yeah. I,
1: I mean like he, like he was he was the face obviously. But like that was it. Like Ferguson was the the software developer. Howard was the businessman. uh Ray, what the fuck was his name? Uh, he he was the main guy that like seems to have been the one that corroborated the whole. Like, never mind. <laughs> I'm just gonna make a comparison to current day, but mm. I just I don't, don't want to get.
3: I see an article here that says they were paying him 900 a month. Ivy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's in line with what
1: I thought. I thought it was like Insane. a million. Mm-hmm. Um, And, uh... Yeah, what the fuck was his name? Ray something. Nah. That's, uh... I feel like that's baseball for some reason. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Taglavu. <laughs> Paul Taglavu. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Ray Bittar. That's right. Uh... Oh, man, I have so many things like flashing through my mind now because I've watched so much fucking stuff about this. But if I recall, just giving the quick details of it, I think what happened was they had a problem with a third party out of Australia that was a payment processor. And they either collapsed or rugged Full Tilt out of some money. Uh, and that led, I think, to Betar dipping into player funds which may have been once segregated, but at the end was like not fully segregated. Uh, I, I can't really recall. Um I, I want to do a deep dive on it though before I like start throwing out details that are just very hazy from my memory. I don't want the journalists
2: to come after you. What
1: what a fucking what a fucking wild ride. Because at the same token, you had party poker that was going through the same shit at the same time. Or not the same shit, but they were dealing with Black Friday at the exact same time. And I remember I got my money out 12 hours. I, ha- I must have had like so, so fucking lucky. This is so lucky. I never played on on stars and I, well, I shouldn't say that. I played some days on stars, but that was it. Um, and I grinded full tilt like my volume was probably like four or five to one on full tilt, but uh, stars had just had scoop. I think uh, maybe not. Oh, no scoop was coming up because it was April. So I'd moved like the major- and, and full tilt had just had like an F top series. So I moved a pile of my full tilt over to stars. I had like 30 or 40,000 on stars mm-hmm. and I had like nine K on full tilt mm-hmm. and I just instantly get my stars money and my full tilt money's locked up for like nine years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. crazy. It's wild. It, it's just like thinking that those, those two companies coexisted at the exact same time suffered the exact same fate to black friday and one of them managed to do everything by the book and need no government assistance no bailout nothing along those lines yeah while the other one eventually oh my god man this was i brent hanks had like six figures on there i remember he sold it for 85 cents on the dollar yeah no because he he just like couldn't be illiquid for as long as it was right uh and i remember thinking like Yo, know, I was always holding on I was like, man, don't do it. But I wasn't in his shoes either. Right. I didn't have like 90% of my worth yeah. just fucking tied up. And mm-hmm.
2: it would have been tied up for so long. Anyway, for so, so long.
1: So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Stars ultimately bought Full Tilt in 2015.
2: It's like people sold their locked jewel for Markdown, and that was only going to be locked up for six months. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, and it locked ended Joel. up being good. The guy that sold for, well, you know, it's around there now, but he sold yeah. his for like $9 or something. And it's less now? Yeah, it we went down to like four.
3: Ooh. But now it it's back up.
2: up to nine something.
3: What, wasn't it at like 20 at one point?
2: Yeah, it was 22. I would, I wrote it all the way from three up to 22 and then...
3: And then
1: you sold. Back down. Because you're a genius. And then
2: back up. I oh. sold I sold like half at 22, 20-ish. And then mm. back down, wrote it back down. I, sat, did, I remember you guys up, talking about it.
1: jewel like it was the next coming. And then out of nowhere, because I stopped paying attention to NFTs Stop when it, when, it, it, we, when we it got into the sad. NFT winter... Yeah Out of nowhere I just hear like You and Dan
3: And like Jewish
2: shit Joy's garbage <laughs> just like, Yeah Because it uh, went
1: is nothing so secret anymore you know, Let me tell you something right now, That
3: might have that been NFT worse. winter But it is NFT summer And it is fucking hot NFTs right now. are hot right now It right now. is fucking yeah. hot I
2: might have to Jump back in there It's We're
0: absurd yeah, Can I Five car He's over there He's over there I'm trading doing, NFTs. Don't, don't you worry about Can i Can I ask, right? you, can I ask you a personal
3: question? And
1: please feel free to say no after I ask it if, uh, if you're not comfortable answering.
3: I go, go fuck yourself?
1: Yeah, that's fine okay. too. <laughs> uh,
3: but I, I
1: paid very close attention to your habits when you were rich. Uh-huh. And what I'm very confused of is where did it all go? I don't know that you
3: were losing in poker. I don't think you were. I don't think you were losing I can't NFTs. That, I can't answer that question on the podcast. What? Huh?
2: Wasn't it on ACR?
3: Oh no. The IRS might be listening to something. That's good. You want them to know it's gone.
0: You want them to know it's gone. But like Hey I, Uncle Sam, yeah. he dusted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <He laughs> it depends on where I spent it, right? No, you lost it. You lost it, Conrad. You the lost money. it. I lost, all the you money. lost, okay, I lost it, right. Uncle Sam. I God lost damn, it, my man. Keep up, Conrad. <laughs> what am I saying?
4: <laughs>
3: no, uh, I, I guess what I'm getting at is like, were there a bunch of rug projects you were involved in that I didn't know about? No, honestly, anything that I bought that was in the NFT space has, at bare minimum, other than Critters, like. Oh, you loved Critters. I still love Critters, man. I think they have a. I think they have an upside. They they have a really good team. Anyway, but everything I, ha- I had, <laughs> like at least five or six X at the bare minimum. But you didn't sell it five or six X. No, I had to sell it two or three X, and I was trying to hold Okay, every- so you made profits on everything. Where- oh, yeah, I made profits. But, well, with the exception know, of Visa Masterclass. I mean, most I- of <laughs> the profits from NFTs obviously went on the ACR Sundays. We're,
2: right We're the fucking, high stakes on acr got a nice donation to their prize
3: pool. right sometimes that that's the thing is like i wasn't paying close attention like i didn't know he's just like firing, firing the 600 every single day on the one I mean, yeah. day i didn't lose money on acr though i won the fucking warm-up
2: after that though yeah, warm
3: up but i didn't lose money like on as uh like i definitely did not lose money in poker i probably lost like maybe
1: are you sure you didn't just like bury a big chest of
3: cash somewhere you forgot be, about it? Honestly, there's a good chance like, there might be a little knot somewhere. Where, did you, where, is <laughs> it?
2: where is it? Did
3: you, did you actually put it all in Bitcoin and forget? There might be a not somewhere. He's got a wallet somewhere. Just <laughs> like,
0: like he has no like, idea. I have five coins. Yeah. I completely forgot. Yeah. We'll come back in like 10 years when it's a million of coins. Like, oh shit. I, I wish a i had money
3: Like vacations. Oh just man, when we were filming stuff. our
1: last master or when we were filming our last uh, Poker Out Loud I just remember Conrad prancing around going, Yeah, got this Visa Masterclass yeah, shit. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if we had have... the
3: fucking footage, I wish like we just should play it, because it's honestly great.
0: He's it's... dealing poker out loud with his computer, that exact one, right next to him, sweating it out, <laughs> like going like this, like while Dan's rich, texting all of us. While Dan's literally sell. tweeting, I hope nobody bought Visa yeah. Masterclass, yeah. cause that shit ain't going back. And I'm like, I'm like, Conrad, so you rich or what? He's like no, we're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, what what? He's like, scam. I'm like, what? I'm like, what can you sell it? Can't sell it. Nope. I'm like, so what do you do? Nothing. It's gone. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's just gone. All right. Have you been rugged?
2: Yeah. You've you, not living life, life like, if you ain't yeah, no, been own Yeah, I mean, before? there's so many. I've been, but not, <laughs> not much. I've only been for like, I, like. there I'm was something that more I cautious. uh, I've I've been rugged like from minting stuff. Like I I minted something that they just like lions took the. Remember no. we had the fucking hack on I the was lions just minting Solana stuff, and I would just you know. Mint, Remember when we had minted. the fucking
1: hack on the lions where we could see what was minting?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, how'd that work oh, out for us? the hyenas, that's right, the hyenas. Yeah, no, there was, I mean, of course I've been rugged. It's like that that everyone gets rugged if you spend enough time, you know, just... Uh, Mama Joe. It's a numbers. Mama joe has been rugged. Everyone's (laughs) been rugged. Mama Joe, we trust. The thing is, like, if you're managing your risk well, you're not going to chuck in a a bunch of money into, like, something that's potentially very sketchy. Isn't it
1: all kind of sketchy It is sketchy, but,
2: but, you know, like, if you're... If you're minting something, like, you, you're you willing to... It's sort of it's the same as gambling. You're willing to lose that Sure, much. sure, of course, of course. And then, but you know the returns are asymmetric. Well, yeah, I
1: think mints are a little different. Like, the, the risk is so asymmetric. Yeah. Or, sorry, the reward is so and, asymmetric. And, like, you
2: have fail-safes in, in So you use a burner wallet so they can't drain your shit if it is, like, a hard rug or, you know. There's... Have you
1: have you had any of that? Uh, Like, have you been attacked at all by airdrops or...
2: Um, yeah, I got some suspicious airdrops, but they can't do anything unless you like, uh, he tells you a website's like, you get a free gift, go to this website and then put it, connect your wallet. But there, like, are more, no. there, are,
1: there are more, uh, or less conspicuous ones, right? Like yeah. there was, there was one floating around maybe four or five months ago. I can't remember the exact details of it, but, um, I remember we were moving all of our stuff into cold storage. Right because uh oh
2: the open sea one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. there was there was an open
1: sea attack where people were doing airdrops and Mm. it was just yeah do
0: not have any wallets connected to open seas right now Mm. make sure yeah
2: yeah i mean it's you know it i try and spread like where my money is out all the time so if one thing gets rugged at least you know it's not everything like i I don't keep everything in one place i just have it sprinkled all over the place
1: a little sprinkle here and a little yeah, sprinkle there. nice. Yeah, a little, nice. you know,
2: a few dollars there, a few dollars here. Plant some Maybe seeds. Maybe I forget about some over here for a while, mm-hmm. and then I find it later. And I'm like, ooh, money.
1: Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I was gifted a sports card M- NFT like a year ago. I wonder if that's worth anything now. Maybe. Probably not. You
2: probably missed it, though. It probably went like this, and right. then it back down to the... Yeah,
1: back. yeah. It was... Well, it wasn't even a one-of-one. One. It was... Uh, so, the, the series itself... It was uh, soccer athletes, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the series itself had like... I don't know, 500 um, different uh, player cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of the common ones, there were multiples. Yeah. Which just to me seems like they have yeah. to be worthless. It'll be
2: worth something. Yeah. Maybe a little something, like a couple hundred bucks. I'll take a couple hundred bucks. That, fucking gifted to yeah. me. That's,
1: that's a lot of goddamn money. Yeah. People just handing out a couple hundred dollars. I mean, dollars. it's
2: crazy the returns you can get. I mean, if you, can, if you have a massive stack of money and you just need a couple, like you could know, get 1% a day. yeah like that's not unfeasible
1: what uh what are are you into these days audrey do you do you ever get rugged
4: really i'm not speculating anymore for the most part i'm mostly just working behind the scenes and so i I work on a project right now. man
1: behind the man you were in a bunch of like DeFi pools and stuff like that weren't
4: you yeah i was really into wait were you in the
2: ohm the ohm pools forks? Um,
4: no, I did wasn't. Did
2: you see ohm went down 98%? I did. Yikes. Crazy. But, yeah,
0: I was, let's see, I was in Rally for a bit, um, and then a bunch of BSC stuff. But for the most part, I, I did the, the Melissa
4: strategy, get in low, sell high, life's good.
2: Yep.
0: That's a good strategy. So yeah. you're rich. I'm Okay. He's oh. rich.
2: That's what rich people say. You hear that,
1: guys? Andre's buying us a Andre. brand new audio switcher. Oh. Wow. He's rich. He's Thanks, rich. Andre. That
2: is Perfect. what rich people say. He's going to get us a
1: mixer. He's going to get Melissa a nice
2: camera. <gasps> wow. Wow. Thank you, Andre. So
1: Thank you, Andre. So nice of you. He's the man. So nice of you. What else is going on, guys? Quiet over there. Today's a real shoot the shit kind of day. It's hump day. It's hump day.
2: We were playing some poker last night with some very drunk people. Oh, yeah. I think we need
1: to talk about this a little bit.
2: The the Israeli woman who was calling him rabbi. Uh,
1: Well, yeah. I think we can talk specifically (laughs) about the Israeli woman. um, But I want to talk about your general experience, I guess, now that you've entered the live streets.
2: So I feel like, honestly, it's so, um, it's still not it doesn't feel very natural to me to play live mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because usually people go like the other way right they'll like start live and then play online yeah but, like well, to me like i can just log in online and just be like boom boom boom, boom. like i'm just my brain works like that better yeah so live uh, is a little different i'm getting used to it but it's just
1: live's a party though it is fun it's is no it's really awesome. fun and
2: i like the social part of it a lot like i always like it's just i'm always laughing like there's just funny stuff going on
1: it's because you're always a Conrad at conrad's table yeah, that's, true. that's do you, true. Do you whale hunt Conrad?
3: He whale hunts me. He's She's fucking well. five beddies forward. four with like a hundred.
2: I have five I have five he's four suited. You're the whale.
3: With
4: $100 a
2: hundred dollars.
3: You're I the care. whale.
2: I'm the whale. You know, <laughs> Kill you, me. You chopped though. Yeah.
3: My just, fucking we God. We got a
2: straight. And I flopped a flush draw, so you almost got wrecked.
3: Yeah, it's, it's
1: actually kind of fine to whale against the person that you're positive will run worse than you. Yeah. And nobody's <laughs> going to run worse than Conrad right. in a spot where the money matters. Yeah. So, I mean, Have yeah, whatever. Ace-4, fuck them. Ace-4 suits
2: a great Stick Ace-2s.
3: Who gives yeah. a shit?
2: Ace-4, <laughs> Ace-5, ace I'm in there. Yeah.
3: So sick. But, Buy yo, games out. are crazy. This, the environments is so much fun.
2: They're really fun, yeah. I
1: it's... think
3: that's the big thing that I enjoy the most about live is how easily
1: you can manipulate the environment if mm-hmm. you are gregarious at all yeah. yeah
2: like the as soon as this drunk woman sat down last night like people who hadn't spoken a word were like suddenly the most talkative at the table like right. oh
1: Totally right, and people game. don't understand like how that impacts their play. Yeah, yeah. people were trying really, really, really fucking hard when a game is dry and boring yeah. and quiet. I
2: noticed that, and then the people weren't even like they were like, "What's going on? Like, where am I? Like, what's the bets?" Like, yeah. they, they were suddenly like not- the
1: second they let their guard down, all of a sudden they're like cold calling three bets yeah. and like you know, it, it's just like crazy. People have been lit loose, right?
2: I think that yeah, it's definitely like. It's hard because, like, there's spots where online it's like this is a very simple thing where, like, oh, like he, he like check jammed all in. Like, this is, I have a pair. Like, I'm calling. But, like, it's like live. Like, they're not like doing that with like as many draws as they should or, oh, or yeah. whatever. So it's like, yeah, but like he just has top pair world over pair. It's so, like,
1: I, I think very confidently you can just overfold versus aggression live.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: That, that's been my strategy from day one. It's just like, you just jab, jab, jab until they throw a haymaker and then you just like block. Right. Just like, okay, here you go. Yeah. I, I'm not going to fight for this pot. Yeah. Because you just get the red line game so hard to death. And the thing of it is, is like <clears throat> when you're in an environment where everybody showed up to try to win it, try to win the blue line war. Mm. And yeah, they're, they're just trying to make hands. Right. And they're just like willing to sacrifice. Uh, They're willing to sacrifice to somebody who's overly aggressive and just, like, let them redline. What you have to understand is that that accomplishes two things for you as the player who is redlining. Number one, it gives you an auto win rate, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you have to be making tremendous errors now uh, in, in like, showdown-driven lines. Yeah. So, specifically on the river, in order to actually get wrecked. But number two, it also compensates for you to pay off spots that feel close. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually, like you'll calibrate out of that. So yeah. it's kind of like the learning calibration part, where it's like, okay, uh, online this is for sure zero EV, mm-hmm. which probably makes it uh, negative EV once once we're in a live environment. Yeah. But I don't know enough. Right. I'm not positive. So what I'm going to do is pay. Yeah. In a spot that in theory is it should be winning me zero dollars. But in practice, I may be losing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to allow the confirmation bias of whatever I see to kind of manipulate my, my strategy moving forward. Yeah. That's worth a lot because you're yeah. paying for it with the red line. So it's like uh, Christian told us a to hand the other day where he squeezed jack-10 suited out of the big blind, the, the hijack called the button folded, and it came like ace-10x. Um, he check-calls flop. Or sorry, check-check-flop. Turn is another ace. He check-calls. River's a brick. He checks. Faces jam.
2: Oh, yeah. And
1: it's like, the, in theory, yeah. this hand's a pretty good bluff catcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's probably like somewhere around zero EV, maybe slightly winning. Uh, and like you also have queens and kings as a bluff catcher in this line. And you'll have some like weak a whatever. Uh, so it's like he's, he's choosing to call in this spot, not because he necessarily thinks it's zero EV or slightly plus EV in practice, but because he can't have any certainty yeah over what this player's strategy is right. and you, you kind of just like want to see right Yeah, and it's like he pays he loses days 10 and it's it's there's a part of you that it says like okay well i didn't learn anything from that mm-hmm. but that's not true right because what i learned from that or at least what i gleaned from it when he told me the hand is okay this guy is probably never betting the flop with an ace yeah Right? Because he's checking back his second best ace. I know I him to have
2: like a, shitty, like a low like, suited ace. Yeah, advantage. if he shows
1: ace five there, then it's just like, uh, all right, I guess I really did pay for nothing. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't learn like, all that ace much. 10, it's like, right. But when he shows ace 10, it's just like, okay, he's certainly not betting the flop enough with the value. But I would also wager that he's betting too often with hands like King Queen or Queen right. Jack. Yeah. Right? His potential quote unquote bluff candidates. So it's like, we'd rather face a three barrel. Mm -hmm. with jack 10 in this spot than a delay because the delay is just much more ACE X heavy. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like when we can calibrate into that, it's worth so fucking much because we just get to do so much fuck shit. Right, like we just get to three bet squeeze there with so many more hands mm-hmm. and have vision over runouts where it's just like, okay, when check, check, flop, uh, if I face a turn bet here, uh, on like a non board changing card, I'm probably not in great shape. I'll call one fold river, right? Type of thing, yeah, where it's like I have a clear two street bluff catcher, but they just don't find it because they don't delay their bluffs enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's to me the the art of live poker
2: yeah no it, there really is sort of more of an art to it it's not just like this is a call it's supposed to win this percentage of the time call it's like yeah but this guy isn't isn't bluff. you're in right. the
3: fucking moment you're fucking you there you gotta be in the moment you're yeah. there yeah you feel it yeah it's, the, it's fucking there's a certain energy
1: poker
2: right oh there we go
1: yes there's a vibration the there
2: is though uh, and, there an unspoken sure
1: vibration communication
2: uh-huh. yeah you know oh, I feel it now. if i yeah. if you're i can feel it now. i do find when i'm being more like rigid i it just doesn't work as well
1: yeah i mean i no one reads the energy of a room like me
2: you're a pisces moon i'm a
1: pisces moon god I mean. damn it <laughs> i i just feel vibrations in yes. my soul yeah and it leads me to proper decision i right. fucking hate this bit <laughs> I,
0: I can't even commit to it it's so goddamn uh, painful
2: soon it's gonna become like unironic though no
0: it won't it never will become unironic un- un- i think it we might. should like start setting crystals like on i know on i'll this just desk. put one yeah. every day wow. new yeah crystal. just like a nice little Well, when we of do crystal. our you know trip
2: to sedona i'll get you some crystals there's oh, so many crystals in sedona he
3: brought back um one of those pink Himalayan crystals. Ooh. I bought it yeah. for fucking Danielle because fucking she's a psychopath. He's fucking lying to you, he, guys. He's lying the, to you and uh, sitting on his nice stickers. It sells negative room. energy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, whatever. I don't know. The, they have this like, ju- God. What a fucking scam! Didn't you stage I didn't your house even know. No, Danielle life? staged my house. <laughs> she staged my house and a water great. pipe burst like a day <laughs>
2: later. It was just because I had to purge. Had fuck to purge, it's uh you fuck
1: know. this voodoo, grandma. I'm out. Uh Sedona's like the the biggest con city I've ever been in my life. They have this like giant quartz, or I don't even know what the fuck it is. I, I imagine it's a quartz, but they probably like oh, they, they call it a crystal. Everything's
2: woo-woo there. Right,
1: they call it a crystal, obviously. And it's like six foot tall. It's like Fifteen thousand dollars, yeah, and some asshole who doesn't deserve money <laughs> is gonna buy it.
2: Yeah, I've seen ones that are like six figures.
3: What? I, I mean, they make
2: whole bathtubs mm-hmm. out of them. Yeah, I mean, that's too much for me. I don't even fuck with the crystals and stuff. I I did go through a little phase of being a crystal daddy. <laughs> a
4: crystal, crystal daddy. daddy.
2: <laughs>
1: you should have told this to the Eastern European woman last night. She would have
2: not. She would have short circuited.
1: Well, let's let's so, talk a little bit about so her. So this,
2: she's this woman from Israel. She looked like Princess Diana.
0: Wait, she's and- from Israel. She's not Eastern European, then? Yeah,
2: isn't it sort of?
0: That's not, no, that's the Middle East. Okay, yeah. so she's Middle Middle, <laughs> whatever. Close. First of all, not Europe. Yeah.
2: Second, of all, <laughs> her but, accent. But, but the accent I was just, you just, is I was conveying very, the accent. very yeah. Eastern European. Well, that's European. what it sounded like to me. Okay,
1: so maybe she was a refuge from from Could like be. Ukraine could be yeah okay continue so
2: every time that somebody would like bet when she didn't want them to she would be like that's not nice after the pandemic and like she's like (laughs) she like shame them and then when conrad sat down she's just like rapid fire like interviewing him And and then she finds out that we're roommates and she's like what you live with men and i'm like yeah like i have four male roommates and she's like What do you do when they come in your room in the middle of the night? (laughs) And I was like, they don't, I hope. (laughs) She's just like, like Conrad stood up and left. And she's like, no, do they come in your room in the middle of the night? (laughs) And I was like, no. They don't. And then she asked the guy to my right, like, would you live with a girl? And he's like, yes, I'm gay. but she's oh okay she was amazing though i remember she like went all in with her last like four dollars and then says to her like partner behind her she's like gambling is the worst addiction of them all you will lose everything and then like rebuys for another 50 big wines
3: she (laughs) sounds like a fucking gypsy yeah she was the best she she turns to me she's like i lost 300 before this my partner's gonna kill me her (laughs) partner walks up behind her yeah, we're just in for this and this, like 120. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Conrad had his, like, braids in yesterday, and she, I think she had a full house against you at some point, and she, she uh. goes, I made a full house against the rabbi.
3: <laughs> 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 it was a fucking ball. She, Dude, asked me what uh, happened. she asked me about my father, Yeah, and I said, I'm half black. Black fathers don't stick around long. i I cannot stand him (laughs) he is
2: crazy i cannot stand him
1: (laughs) oh man he's great live poker is a fucking party i mean it's really really fun like
2: i meet a lot of like really nice people and funny people
1: yeah it really is a party it i wish that there was a way for it to scale like i wish there was I, i wish the games would go back to the way that they used to be i mean obviously i'm i'm like reminiscing a little bit but like 2010 2011 2012 Bellagio 10 20 game it was the wild wild I mean like Nelly would just show up <laughs> legit like yeah would just be pl- I remember I was in a shorthanded game it was like me Ben Lamb chance and a couple other rando regs yeah uh and it's like back then everybody had their own approach to the game so it, it wasn't just it was about a bit of memorization. More e-
2: like, even playing. Yeah, because, like, or nobody like knew
1: people. what the other person was doing, right? That's what it was all about, was just dissecting in the moment what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. we weren't afraid to battle. Like, reg battling happened all the time mm-hmm. because nobody could ever actually quantify if somebody was better than the other person or yeah. not. We all had ego. Yeah.
2: But now it's just like. I don't like, know. I feel like that's. People still can't. Well, quantify. at the lower stakes,
1: for sure. And at the higher stakes, it's just like. A war of attrition of like
2: who knows the well spot. have you studied
1: yeah. a five-bet spot in right. uh jack five three out of position donks? Yeah, and it's like no, okay, then I have edge, let's yeah. go. Right. Like that kind of thing, right? Uh- but uh back then it was just kind of like the Wild World West, and I, I remember like we were keeping this five-handed game going that was clearly gonna break. It, it was wild because uh the games would like sporadically break at weird times, like the 1020 would run 24-7 usually. But they would just get these like random breaks where like on a Friday at 11 PM, the game would just go down.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's like what it was. It was like a Friday evening, like nine, 10 o'clock. And it's just like, okay, let's, you know, let's wait for the club rush. Maybe, maybe something will happen. And fucking Nelly just sits down.
3: That's like, <laughs> hey, hey Nelly. Did he have a band-aid?
1: No. Damn
3: it's it. getting hot in
1: here. He, he wasn't, He was no wow. But he just like sits down immediately to my left. And they're like, hey Nelly, what's up? How you doing man?
3: <laughs> was just like I oh, was cracking.
2: <laughs> Some guy yeah, at my table yeah, was telling me
3: we didn't get we didn't get anything yet. What's oh, cracking? Right. cracking <laughs> it's what's popping. Uh, Some guy <laughs> at my table was telling
2: me that he played uh he like he used to play the limit games at the uh, at the win like when they used to play bigger okay. I guess and uh, Leo sat down and he said that he was like had like. The reddest eyes was like definitely like off a bender, and it was just like him and his friends. DiCaprio, like, you're saying? Yeah.
1: Okay, so I play with we DiCaprio, played with DiCaprio. Yeah, Uh First, the, the Nelly uber fucking nit.
2: Oh come uber on! Uber fucking. Man. Knit. It's getting
3: cold in here. I flopped
1: a
2: straight
3: yeah.
1: versus him, where he flopped middle set, and took him like an hour to put all the fucking money in.
2: Jesus. It
1: was like, it was like uh, like an eight seven five board. No, I mean maybe I had six nine, but like. Uh, he actually ran a top set, like like ten six shooting? four, I don't know ten ten five four, something like that, and I had six eight. Uh-huh. Uh, we get it all in eventually for like seven k. We weren't even that deep, uh, and then him and his three massive bodyguards just like slink off. But yeah, yeah. we were at the Venetia one day playing five ten, and this guy comes in with a ball cap that's like
4: yeah, down like a over track,
1: his face, like this. And like, yeah. It's like way down over right. his face, like this. He has like this. Stringy blonde yeah. hair coming out of the back, Greasy. and he has this like track jacket up. Mm-hmm. And you know, he looks like he's in his like late 30s, early 40s, something like that. Yeah, and Lamanna and I are playing 510. Uh, and he sits down immediately to my left, and Lamanna is either immediately to my right or a couple seats across. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just like texts me, he goes, That's Leonardo DiCaprio. I go,
4: <laughs> Of
1: course, I go, <laughs> What? Ew.
0: Uh, how, how do you recognize like, those baby, baby you blues know? anywhere? <laughs> and he goes, I'd recognize those
1: baby blues anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, I guess it's Leonardo DiCaprio. So like, yeah. he's not even that deep. He's, he's like literally like 100 blinds deep or whatever, playing relatively tight. Uh, and this tends to be the MO of like poker players who don't uh, play, play cash all that often. Yeah. But <laughs> he's like sitting there, and it becomes apparent now that everybody knows who it is. And this kid in the not, or I guess he was in the <laughs> one seat and Leo's in like the four or the five, Uh and immediately to his right, and this kid just like, very Uh non-conspicuously puts his phone up like this, and then goes,
4: (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: Right in his face, and he was like, Fucking oh my god like, and there's like
1: a bodyguard like by the cage like off in the distance that just like immediately stands up
2: <laughs> oh my god that's, what did he uh, do after if yeah. i was
1: that kid i would have just fucking I left, left. I yeah, just left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry that's, i have that to go. happened to me when i was taking a picture thinking, of a, Man, a guy you... at
2: the gym once and my flash went off and i was like i <laughs> have to go <laughs> <fucking> <laughs>
1: creep.
2: i'm creepy yeah
0: yeah that's that that adds up yeah. for sure I recall he won like a two two K two three K pot and then like played a couple of hands and left. Yeah, just gone. Yeah. Fucking got, got hit and ran by He drilled the, the river. Gamblers. He drilled like a five outer on the river to to like to win this pot. And we're like, oh yes, nice. He's got a lot of money in front of him. Let's yeah. go. And then he played like three hands. Like okay, go. like if you could play with <laughs> any
2: celebrity, who do you think would be the most fun to play with?
0: Ooh. I
1: man. I almost said Trump because, oh, because, like because right he's like it. so unhinged no, like he and he's such nitty. a liar. But the problem is, is that I think it goes the other way with him where I think he would play uber tight and then just lie about every fucking hand. Every time. Time. Like he would get three bet and he'd tank and be like oh how dare you three bet the great trump and yada, yada, yada <laughs>
2: and, then fold
1: and be like i folded queens yeah it's like fuck you stop insulting my intelligence like i don't want to he he is that guy would, i played with enough of those like guys would like an edge
2: because he would make you tilt
1: that, that would yeah i don't want to play yeah.
2: with him yeah no, no i want
1: to play with uh, kevin hart's a knit i've played with him once uh he prefers plo That's for the sure celebrities
2: all being knits
0: they're too rich they're, they're yeah. they don't... what do you mean
2: if they're, they're too rich they, they, they,
0: play? they, are, they oh. don't play that much so they're like they're timid you okay. know? no they kevin hart it. plays a ton okay he plays yeah i bet he, he plays does. like 500 to a thousand hours a year
3: no fucking what? way thousand hours That's he crazy. plays
1: a lot he
3: should go down 500 he should go
2: to
1: he get 22k he i mean he may he may have like taken a step back now but like Pre-pandemic he was playing a lot. Like he was playing weekly in LA wow. house games. Yeah? Okay. Just a ton.
2: Um I would play with Kim Kardashian.
1: Yeah, she seems pretty inept.
2: Yeah, no, like and she she like plays like charity poker tournaments and mm-hmm. there is a clip that like where they have a poker coach like come on to the show to teach her and Chris Jenner like poker before they do a charity thing and then somehow it's like Kim ends up bluffing, or Chris ends up bluffing her Range Rover on the river with Ten High. He's just like, I bet my Range Rover, and then Kim calls with King High. And the, the lady that's teaching them, her face is like, <laughs> 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 what's going on?
1: Money doesn't matter to these yeah. people. Um, who would I want to play with? Uh, playing with Michael Phelps was the first time I was truly starstruck. Really? Uh, this this is such a, a horrendous story, but I, and I've probably told it publicly, but I'll tell it again. so it was twenty 2010 end of 2010 um, and I'd finally like just gotten some money and my friend Birdo, uh is big in the uh, sports memorabilia mm-hmm. uh, community, and he's Joe Montana's manager, so like he's very very tied into athletes so um I don't remember if he befriended Jeff Gross or if uh, he actually directly befriended Phelps. But in any event, Phelps was in town with, like, Gross and uh, McLean Carr, who had just won Bay 101. um, And then just, like, a bunch of Phelps' friends. And he texts me and he goes, yo, do you want to play a fun 1-2 game at the Palms with Michael Phelps? And I'm like, fuck yes. (laughs) Like, don't care at all about, like, the gambling aspect. I just want to, you know, he's... Like 24, 25 at this point, And the greatest Olympian of my lifetime. Like definitely just want to meet like an athlete. And I had had run-ins with him before where I didn't get to play. Like uh, we were at Caesars. Caesars used to run like big fucking tournament series. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy how far that room has fallen. They were like the spot really? in like 2009 to 2012. Um, but we were there playing and I was playing in a 5-10 must move game. And Phelps was in the main game. So he was, like, within eye shot of me, and I was just like, fuck. Like, whatever reason, like, when you're younger and you're on the come-up tune, and you have a chip on your shoulder, you're just like, I just want to show him my chops. Like, yeah. he's going to be so impressed. Right. And, and we're going to become besties and, like, all this other <laughs> stuff, you know? So finally, I get my chance to play with him. I rush down to the Palms. They, they had a seat saved for me, and I'm two to the left of Phelps. And, like, the very first hand dealt, uh, so it's a 1-3 game, no cap. So I buy him for 3K, mm-hmm. and Phelps just covers the table because he's big-dicking it. Yeah. But he's also, like, pretty new to poker, but has a competitive streak like you've just Course. never seen. Course. So, oh, Helmuth is in the game, uh, obviously. Yeah. Fucking nut... Rider, goddamn damn jock, <laughs> There was no way Helmuth was not going to be in this game.
2: Just, just pumping up. Best networker in the world.
1: There's no joke he about it. He
2: gives a lot of compliments. To yeah. People.
1: I mean, he's just there like stroking, obviously just.
2: I didn't get any compliments. It's a little offensive.
1: You're not big enough. to I know. You're not big time. One day um, I'll say,
2: Hey, where was my compliment back then? So I think it straddles <laughs> to
1: six and I'm under the gun. We're playing like nine hander or something like that. And I have queen a of spades. I open. Uh, to who knows what maybe 30 folds to phelps in the straddle no he was in the big blind the three he three bets me to like 150 or something like that where 3k effective i call and the board comes eight high two spades so i flop mm. top pair and a flush draw and he leads big i don't know what he three bet two pre but i remember him leading for like oh no, no no sorry that's why he checks oh and i bet like We're half pot raise. yeah so i bet like half pot like 100 bucks 150 bucks something like that and he check raises me big mm. to like 800
2: michael
1: and i just go oh we're here to gamble like who gives a fuck and i jam uh-huh and he's so pissed as he like wings his card <laughs> because
2: that was his moment like he was check raising right yeah. like a big deal for right him. and yeah. i'm just
1: and meanwhile right. uh, and and i'm i'm getting the numbers wrong because like my jam was for not much more right it was like a click
2: yeah so he just didn't have anything and
1: he just had dick yeah And he's so pissed. And I'm just like, oh no. Oh no, I've been here for one hand. You ruined it. You ruined
2: your chance to be best friends with him. I've
1: been here for one hand and he hates me.
2: Yes.
1: So we continue (laughs) to play. I get kings versus his like queens or jacks Uh and stack them.
2: Oh man.
1: And like nothing. I don't even win any money. I'm the fucking whale in this game. I'm whaling it off to everybody. Yeah. I end up winning like $500, but I beat him out of like four or 5K. And I'm just like, oh, no. So when the game ends. He'll
2: never be my best friend now. (laughs) The
1: the game's coming to an end. Like, it's clear that we're about to leave. And he, like, stands up. He's like, all right, I'm going to head back up to the room. And one by one, he goes, are you coming to rain tonight? Are you coming to rain tonight? Are you coming to rain tonight? And it's not like I was the last one. (laughs) 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 There's, like, three other people, right? Right. And he goes right over me. And he goes, are you coming
0: to rain tonight? Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, fuck, man. It's like the opposite of uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah. you. You're cool, fuck you. A yeah. like, yeah. like, he's awesome like,
1: You're all
4: cool, <laughs> fuck you. Wow.
1: I never want to see you get So I'm like cashing out and I go to Berto. I go, Berto, like, please apologize to him me? for me. Like, <laughs> Does he hate <laughs> me? i like, I don't know what I did, but like, just <laughs> apologize, please. You
2: beat him. He doesn't so, like to
1: lose. Like a year and a half goes by. And, uh, I'm still, this is pre-Black Friday, so I'm still grinding on full tilt from time to time, and I end up going deep in a couple F-tops, uh, my best score being, uh, it was like a 150 re-entry maybe, or maybe even like a 300 anyway, I end up getting third for like 100k, um, and then shortly, that that happened in like December, January, we go to the Brigada as we always did, because I hate money. (laughs) <laughs> and it's my, it was my annual donation right. to the East Coast. Yeah. So we go there for the WPT, um, and I'm playing in this 102550 game. And lo and behold, who comes and sits?
2: Your nemesis, Mike my, ne-
1: my nemesis, Mike Phelps. He sits down. TMZ actually got pictures of him in this wow. game. It was wild. Uh, so he sits, and it's not that there's tension, but it's like, I know i know what's going on here right Mm -hmm. so like three or four hands are dealt and i'm just like fuck it i'm just gonna ask him my god and i go hey mike uh do you hate
2: me why didn't you invite me to the (laughs) club that night
1: no i literally was just like do you hate me and he did not skip a beat he goes i did (laughs) (laughs) and then he follows up he goes uh but like a couple of my friends told me to to like look you up and he's like i was following you online i saw your deep run in the f tops like congratulations Aww. i think you're really good yada 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 i'm like that's great and uh we chat a little bit more Received he's like stack
2: him and he hates you again <laughs> right no. uh
1: so we chat a little bit more and he goes here's my number um come out oh. with us tonight to murmur what the fuck is it called murmur yeah and i'm like holy fucking now shit Holy fucking shit! You got I'm the, the invite. I have Mike Phelps' number in my phone. <laughs> I'm being signed by Under Armour. <laughs> so I rush up to my room. Were you Were you on this trip with us? Yeah, I was with okay, you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like me, Lamanna, and Phil Collins. Uh, Phil knew Mike indirectly. I had
0: actually went to the club like a year ago before all this with Michael Phelps. Oh, right, with, okay. with Phil. Okay. I was already best yeah, friends so with Michael didn't Phelps. didn't you. No, we're <laughs> no boys. Yeah. yeah so makes
4: sense.
1: so i rush up and i'm like telling Lamanna like you know we're going out it was my birthday too nonetheless wow how how convenient
4: yeah
1: uh so we like get we get ready we go down to the club my man gavin smith is there already blacked out in the fucking booth like <laughs> <hand> down, <laughs> yep. gone can't fucking see straight i'm like this is gonna be a great night so we show up phelps is there with his crew i i imagine gross was there but i can't remember but it was like me philadelphia uh a blacked out gavin smith yeah and phelps and he's like all right everybody let's do some shots happy birthday to Berkey. let's get shots and i go oh Uh -oh. no (laughs) he's gonna hate me Uh, again "Uh, yeah so i don't drink
2: right
1: and he goes what do you mean you don't drink you know he's 24 25 i'm like this
2: conversation i'm like like
1: i've never drank (laughs) <laughs> he goes, no,
3: fuck that. You dude
2: shots. you. Right. I don't
3: know. Like, at
2: least when I say like, no, I, I had a drinking problem. Right, right. And then they're they like, oh, okay, that, okay. Right. With you, it's like, no, we're going to get you drunk and for I the go, first I go, time. I go, no, no, no.
1: Like, I don't think you understand. Like, I've literally never drank. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, after all of this, you're not going to take a shot with me? So I'm like, uh, like, he's already a little drunk. You so just I'm just, too. I'm thinking like, I can, I can like play it off. Yeah. And like as he like cheers to everybody, I kinda like over the shoulder oh. it and he goes, Did you just throw that show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like god damn it I'm like man back me up here and like, tell him I don't fucking drink I am just like listen man he's never drank in his entire life I was like I'll do his shot for him Oh yeah. my god
2: that's why he liked yeah. you
0: yeah, yeah exactly You were
2: ready to party so all's well,
1: well, uh, I know
2: sometimes I wish like last night Seeing the drunk woman Like the way she was able to affect everyone and She literally got everyone to start drinking And I'm like god like It sucks because that's the one part Like I don't miss anything about drinking But I do wish that I could like order a drink and get everybody else to start drinking yeah that's the only part that would be beneficial today
1: i mean you still could i know a yeah. lot of people who do this and they get want, themselves
3: like water i don't want he'll be like this he'll take the shot right yeah underneath the table yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i
2: mean it just feels kind of scummy so i don't know yeah i, <laughs> I maybe mean, i'll just be like you should get a drink
1: this is a very common practice uh i went to a private trip about this time last year in Park City, and it was a fuck fest. Like everybody, fest? The, the game like, it was actually a, paused. You say it was a fucking Sex
3: fest? party? Yeah,
1: no, like not actual. Se- uh, there it was minus, that. Well, <laughs> there was that going on too, but like it was just a goddamn shit show. Oh, that's and a better point, term. Yeah. At one point, at like 11 <laughs> p.m., the game actually paused because half the table was in a k hole. Like <laughs> they're just drooling on themselves on yeah. the fucking couch, and like no one was left to play. Yeah. It's like Jesus yeah. Christ. But there was one. I won't say his name. Uh, Because he's one of my favorite people And I've been playing with him for a long time But like He he fucking disappears from the table With one of the girls Comes back up And is just like Out there
2: Like doing on coke or something Just gone He's like I was doing lines off for vagina (laughs) (laughs) And then he's sitting
1: there And it's like His heart's just like Palpitating in his seat Like he's just dusting chips All over the place He goes I gotta play hand now He goes Hi i need a doctor and we look at <laughs> him we go you are a doctor oh
4: my wow. god <laughs> that's, that's funny
2: great. yeah that's the thing is because if i were like the problem is that i could never you know like drink casually as they are if i were to order drinks with them i'm like you don't know what you're asking me to do here Right, right. <laughs> like uh, i would just i don't know who knows who knows where i end up on the streets? i mean i could
1: take a take a stab at it yeah Probably in jail, <laughs> jail, or in one of our rooms. Apparently, according to no, the <laughs>
2: to the family, no. definitely jail. Israeli woman and and broke. I would have no. I would. I would absolutely be a whale. Then you think I'm a whale? Sober. <laughs>
1: well, you wouldn't waste your time at poker. That doesn't yeah. that doesn't move fast enough. No. <laughs> Got to get into the glitz and glamour of the 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 floor and the pit games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the that's the dream. That w- and that's about, where most of the cool? celebrities are. What? The pools. Yeah, the pools. pools. Yeah, get the pools in. Gotta hear the ching, ching, chings. Yeah. The first uh, time I ever
2: played, though, I was like, I was super drunk and like on coke, and I was just like, thought I was so good, and honestly, might have helped <laughs> <laughs> thinking I was so good.
1: I'm sure everybody else thought you were a fucking dream, too.
2: They were just, they, they loved having me there. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's nice to be the, the center of clothes, attention. But... Somehow sober, I managed to cultivate that image yeah. quite often.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm managing to do it as well, Sober, so. Yeah,
1: that's fair. I, man, I have I've so many good stories. I'll, I'll save a few since we're already 90 minutes in. Already? Yeah, pretty wild. Time flies. Time flies when you're having a good time. I think that that's probably going to do it. I'm going to plug a few things. As always, uh, we have a new course out. Michael Lukic put out a solver study course, so an intro to solver. Play that real quick. Solvers made me a much better player and becoming proficient at using solvers within my own poker study has really transformed me. There are calculators that provide a mathematically based output to a specific set of inputs. The value that a solver can actually provide is directly based on your ability to understand how those inputs relate to the outputs. We can start devising tests to answer really just about any question that we have about this game.
2: yeah it looks really well done
1: for anybody who is new to solver study or feels a little bit intimidated by maybe the po interface or uh the idea of having to set up your own parameters calculate your own simulations uh i think michael did a great job here walking you through the step by step his background is data analyst or data analysis so uh no one's better qualified He's so to kind smart. of He's what?
0: He's so smart. He
1: is. He's very smart. He's very intelligent. Um. Yeah. Nobody's really better qualified, I don't think, than him to kind of give you a how-to. If you want to sign up for that, uh, or if you, sorry, if you want to watch that course in its entirety, head over to solve4wide.io. Feel free to sign up for the two-week trial. Uh, cancel anytime. Also, Mike has a uh, much more robust version of that course. So, if you are a little bit more familiar with Sim Study and you want to get into the weeds or better develop the nuance that could be taken out of this data analy- uh, analysis, uh, head to solver.school. He has a full 30-hour course there. Uh, I'm not really sure of the price. I think it might be something in the neighborhood of 700, but feel free to check that out. He has all the modules uh, posted there so you can determine if it's of value to you or not. Really great. Uh, can't recommend it enough, personally. Um, I think that you know he's just one of the easiest people to learn from when it comes to this stuff uh, and i imagine a lot of that is based off the fact that he learned it in a in a bit of a different world uh in the marketing world and is now applying it to poker um secondly we still have one seat available for the upcoming poker out loud academy so if any of you are interested in that those dates are april 27th to april 30th uh again it's going to be four days long two days of game theory study, two days of practical application at the table where you'll be playing a full Poker Out Loud uh, session with Pigtails production doing their thing. So you'll be speaking your thoughts out loud whenever it's your turn to act and you will have uh, a full review session to look over indefinitely thereafter. Uh, if you're interested, again, head to academysalt and be sure to lock up that last And final seat. You guys have anything else? That's all. All right. Tomorrow we're going to talk high-stakes poker. We're going to try to get Chin woken up from his slumber so he can contribute to the strategy conversation. Should be a lot of strategy tomorrow. Um, Some really interesting hands played by Garrett. Uh, One in particular where he and JRB play quite a large pot, so we're going to analyze that one a little bit closely. Uh, And we'll probably... You know, talk a little bit more about the mid-stakes poker streets out here in uh, in, in, friendly Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, Conrad and Melissa are going to do a little recruiting to their games.
0: And it's opening day.
1: Baseball. It is opening day. You guys day want
2: tomorrow. to see a fun meetup game. It's true. We're there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing better
3: to It's do. just us. And it's, and it's just, Come us, just you know. us. Come join us. I, Try not to party. be broke.
1: Tomorrow is the day that the Pirates are guaranteed to at least be 500, so we'll probably at least mention it.
3: Wait. Oh, before before the game. Nine, right? yeah, yeah, before, before nine p.m. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: okay. Uh, before one p.m. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. We appreciate the support. Please like, subscribe, and leave a comment before you leave, as it helps our product grow. We will see you all tomorrow. Go Bucks!